Welcome to episode 26 of the English Sessions. Don't count those nouns. I am your host and English teacher, Mike Butler. These podcasts can help you improve your English. Together, we will talk about grammar, pronunciation, structure, and, and have some fun, too. Remember to visit my website, www.englishsessionswithmike.com, to contact me for private lessons and for more content. You can also read the transcript of this audio on the website as you listen to this episode. Listen for these words today. Guarantee. Guarantee means a promise or pledge or swear to the fact, to give assurance. There are many synonyms to this word. I will use it in a sentence. Go to the amusement park. I guarantee that you will have a great time. I guarantee that you will have a great time. I promise or I have no doubt in my mind that you will have a good time. Amusement parks or English learning? I I can't decide which one is more fun. Conduct. There are several definitions of conduct in English. Today, when I say conduct, I mean to manage or organize something. The detectives conducted the investigation. Today, we are talking about nouns. Many of you probably already know what a noun is. Pizza is a noun. Shirt is a noun. People, places, and things are nouns. That's how I was taught in school. Nouns are also things that we cannot see or touch, right? For example, sickness, sadness, happiness. Many nouns to describe your condition end with those letters, N-E-S-S. Tiredness, loneliness. Today isn't just about nouns, though. No, I want to talk about the fact that, in English, there are some nouns that we count and some nouns that we don't count. What does this mean? Well, if you can count a noun, you can have more than one. Dog is a countable noun. You can have more than one. One dog, two dogs, three dogs... I wish I had a uh, 100 dogs because dogs are the greatest creatures on earth. Or are you a cat person? No, I I don't mean that you are half cat, half human. I mean that you prefer cats over dogs. Personally, I love cats too, but I don't ever feel like they love me. Okay, so dogs, cats, cups, Houses, cars, hats, you count all of these nouns. But in English, there are plenty of nouns that we do not count. However, today you will learn that many nouns that teachers may say you should not count 
are sometimes counted. Why? Because language is always changing. We have plenty of informal uses of nouns, perhaps uses of a noun that are very specific to one type of business or career. And then there are nouns that are just being used in a clever way by a native English speaker. The speaker knows that the word isn't typically counted, but they are trying to be cute or clever. When I am teaching, I don't like to use the words right or wrong, correct or incorrect. Sometimes I will, when the problem is about grammar and is something that a native English speaker would never say, or if it is something that prevents understanding, because it is something that, again, a native English speaker would never say. For today's topic, however, I promise you I will not use right or wrong, correct or incorrect. I really don't like those words, but I will talk about some words that learners often want to count that native speakers often do not count. Okay, Mike, just give us some examples of nouns you do not count. Okay, okay, okay. Let's start with one that I said before, happiness. This is a noun, right? Yes. It can be the object of a sentence. I love dogs. I love pizza. I love happiness. Also, I don't hear people count happiness. One happiness, two happinesses? No, I don't think so. So, happiness is a noun that we do not count. This one is pretty obvious, right? Because the noun is so abstract. Again, we can't touch it or see it or hear it. So we don't think to count it. Remember when I said that today I will not use correct or incorrect? I don't use happiness as a countable noun, typically. But I guarantee I can find someone who is using happiness as a countable noun on the internet. Let's see. Hmm. Here we are. Uh... The Five Happinesses by Lee Grant, a photographer. Quote, One happiness scatters a thousand sorrows. Oh, wow. One happiness scatters a thousand sorrows. That's very poetic. That's a clever way to use the word happiness. Okay, let's move on to a noun that you typically do not count that you are able to see and touch. Water. Water is a liquid. We don't typically count something that is a liquid. When you go to the beach, you see a lot of water. There is so much water. We do not say there are so many waters. This one is pretty obvious to many learners, too. Perhaps this word was used as the example of nouns that you do not count 
in your English class. It's the classic word to represent words that you do not count. But as you can imagine, there are definitely ways to use water as a noun that you do count. In modern English, you may hear this. Hey, Bill, can you buy me a water at the gas station? This means that Bill will buy a bottle of water. Bottle is a countable noun. But things change. And now people often just say, a water, instead of a bottle of water. Or this example from Oxford. Japanese coastal waters. The areas of the ocean under control of Japan. All right, you get the idea. There are many nouns in English that aren't often counted, but still sometimes are counted in specific contexts. After the break, I will finally talk about the words that learners often think are countable, but are typically not in English. It's Mike, your host of Get the Word, an etymology podcast for word nerds. We'll talk about the history and origin of words in English. If you're coming over from the English sessions, well, then I'll give you an even bigger welcome, loyal listener. The English Sessions is the podcast I've been doing for a while now for English learners and, and is where Get the Word was first conceived. I decided to make Get the Word its own podcast since I started to realize I was making content more for native speakers with these etymology episodes, which seemed to warrant its own feed. Don't worry, though. For those of you who are English learners, there will still be transcripts of the episodes on the website. Look for details in the show notes. Get the Word, an etymology podcast for word nerds. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, everyone. Mike here. I want to pause for a moment to talk about how you can help the English sessions to continue. If you'd like to support the English sessions, then please go to anchor.fm slash the English sessions. There, you can click on the support button and make a monthly contribution to the English sessions to keep this podcast going. You can support the English sessions for less than one U.S. dollar. Every bit helps. Also, remember, go to www.englishsessionswithmike.com if you are interested in private lessons with me, Mike. Thank you all for supporting this podcast. Now let's talk about words that may be very commonly countable in your language that are not in English. This can be helpful because many English learners have nouns in their language that are counted, but the English translation of that word is typically not counted. You can pretty much count anything if you try, but it is important to know which nouns native speakers typically count 
and which nouns they typically don't. Here is a list of eight nouns that you may think are used as countable nouns in English. I will explain that they are not typically countable. But then I will find an example on the internet of when it is a countable noun. Number one, information. Let's start with information. Do native English speakers say one information, two informations? Well, I don't. I have always used this word as a non-count noun, an uncountable noun. I say, I have so much information I want to share with you. I do not say, I have so many informations I want to share with you, or I have three informations in my presentation. No, 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 I, I don't say this. Now, remember, you can put a countable noun before the noun you don't count. And then you can count it. For example, I would say, I have three pieces of information in my presentation today, or just, I have three facts in my presentation today. I replaced uh, the word information. All right, here we go. Search informations on the internet. All right. Ah, there we go. Remember when I said that maybe you'd find a use that is countable for a specific type of industry or career field? In information is a formal criminal charge which begins a criminal proceeding in the courts. Okay, there we go. Informations are to be drafted using Form 2. This is from uh, Wikipedia about, uh, yes, a criminal charge. And information is a formal criminal charge. Informations are to be drafted using Form 2. How boring, but there it is. Okay, number two, advice. In episode three of the English sessions, I tell Bruno that I gave him advice, not advices. So again, I, I can give so much advice. I don't give advices. You often hear piece of advice. I have a piece of advice for you. But let's do it. Internet search. Advices. Mm -hmm. Oh, this one's hard. I can't find any use of advices that seem to be from native or fluent English speakers. Okay, here is a page about the Quaker religious group. You know, I often find religious uses of these nouns when I search for uncommon uses. Okay, so, advices from a Quaker, quaker.fandom.com, advices. Advices are tidbits of advice compiled by a fairly large Quaker group. Huh? Okay, well, I don't know anything about Quakers, but there it is. By the way, 
I'm putting the links to all of this information on the website. Number three, number three is research. Okay, again, I do research. I conduct research. I do not say that I conduct researches. I don't say this. Mike, the English teacher from the United States of America, doesn't say this. I can have types of research. Uh, I can have mountains of research, as in, I have to look up mountains of research to finish my master's degree project. However, I don't have to look very hard to find researches because it's right in the Oxford Dictionary as the second definition, at least in the American Oxford Dictionary. Researches. Researches, acts or periods of investigation and study— Example, his pathological researches were included in official reports. So, this word is the perfect example of how it's not used this way in everyday English, but is obviously a pretty common use in specific industries or career fields. Again, I don't use researches, but it's there. Money. Number four, money. Number four, money is typically not countable in English. Dollars are countable. Pesos are countable. Pounds are countable. But money typically isn't. I have $100, not 100 monies. I have 100 euros, not 100 monies. But... Sometimes it is used as a countable noun to talk about sums of money. Oxford says this is a formal use. Example, all the monies paid into the account. So, be careful. But most of the time you want to say all of the money, not so many monies. Number five, news. Okay, News is a little different. News looks like a plural countable noun. So my learners often say, Mike, I have a new. Believe me, native speakers do not say this. Even if you have just a little tiny piece of information to share with me, it is your news. You have news. Mike, I have news. My wife is having a baby. That's your news. Well, that's that's big news. Number six, baggage and luggage. Again, these two words, which are similar in meaning, baggage, luggage, are not typically countable in English. Let's go traveling. You are at the airport. The agent asks you... How much luggage or baggage do you have? Well, if luggage or baggage is not countable, then how do you answer that question with a quantity? There are other words you can use. You don't have three luggages, you have three bags or suitcases. Perhaps you have one carry-on, 
that's a bag that you will keep with you and bring to your seat on the plane. A carry-on. So let's try again. The airline agent asks, Hello, how much baggage do you have? Here's a good answer. Hi, I have two bags to check in and one carry-on. Number seven, weather. Weather. What kind of weather are you having? There are many kinds of weather. Again, do not count it. Do not say there are three weathers. But let's do an internet search. I bet we'll find weathers. Oh, well, let's go. Okay, okay, okay. Well, there's a band called Weathers. There's also a band called All the Weathers. But just a proper noun there, just band names. Okay, all right. Well, I give up. Your challenge is to go on the internet and find someone using the word weather as a countable noun. Send me the link, mike at englishsessionswithmike.com. I'm sure it's out there. I'll be curious, though. Send me anything you find. Uh, we'll decide if, if that's a native speaker or, or fluent English speaker talking uh, or, or writing that. Okay, number eight, furniture. Again, we can have pieces of furniture. I don't typically hear furnitures. Hey, Bill, can you move the furniture in the living room, please? Well, Mike, what pieces of furniture are you talking about? We have three different pieces of furniture. Okay, Bill, I want you to move all of the furniture. So, number eight, furniture not countable. Let's find furnitures on the internet. Hmm. I mean, well, uh, I see companies from other parts of the world who are selling furnitures. I believe this website is selling furniture, but was originally in French or maybe is a French company. Well... That's a perfect example. It's the year 2020, and you are going to see people using furnitures who want to sell you furniture on the internet. But then also, you will see English learning websites that tell you that you shouldn't count furniture, that you shouldn't say one furniture, two furnitures. So, again... This class today is about what is common for native English speakers to say, what learners often say that is not common in English, and it's also about how the English language is always changing. I could go on and on about this all day. I hope this list of eight words is helpful, though. I didn't even talk about all the words in English that have very common countable uses and very common uncountable uses, like time and work. I guess we'll save those for their own episodes in the future. 
Write into the podcast with other examples of words that learners use in a countable way that are not typically used in that way by native speakers. Do you have any doubts about a specific word that you use? Do you have any doubts about anything I talked about today? Write to me at mike at englishsessionswithmike.com. Leave a message for me on the website, www.englishsessionswithmike.com, and I will play it on the podcast. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast so you won't miss an episode. Visit www.englishsessionswithmike.com for more content. Please rate and review the English Sessions on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts. Find us on social media, Twitter at The E Sessions, Instagram at English Sessions with Mike. Search for The English Sessions on Facebook. Until next time, this is Mike signing off.